and we're live episode 84 of the everybody mad live podcast it's thursday january the 27th it's the 372nd 372nd day of the biden administration my name is Seth lover welcome to our show what's up i'm ken you could be leave your comments in the chat you can join us on video with the link that you see under the screen and if you're checking us out on facebook what's up shouts out to everybody on facebook youtube big ups to everybody on youtube hit that thumbs up button and subscribe we got a great show lined up for you sam what's been going on up in detroit brother nothing much trying to i'm trying to do this messy bun you know how they do those messy buns i get tired of here sometimes but you ever thought about cutting it I think about cutting them all the time, every day. Because you know, it's it's funny because remember there was a long period of time where I hadn't seen you, and then when I when we did finally link back up after maybe like ten years, I saw the dreads. I was like, "What?" I couldn't believe that you had dreads. I couldn't either. I decided, <laughs> yeah, I decided to do something different while I was up here. I think I locked when I when I locked it was like two thousand nine or something like that. So yeah, yeah it was like, maybe like six seven years after I was here or whatever. But yeah, but it's it's so much hair it gets. Like, like it's it's enough, and then too, when you're sleeping, sometimes you're sleeping on it, sometimes you just mind your own business and you feel something crawling on your arm or whatever, and then you jerk. It ain't nothing, it's just your hair, it's just the hair. Wow, it's just your hair. wow. Well, bro, but yeah, it's good. How was how's the, the uh, hey? everything is good here? Nothing really to report, you know, everything's just crazy. A lot of violence going on down here, uh, which is really unfortunate. Uh, the new mayor is trying to get just a, a grip on all of the violence is happening. So that's pretty much everything that's happening down here in Atlanta. But I know that things will eventually get better, though. You know, again, you know, we're just ready to get out of this whole uh, pandemic situation. But everybody ready. Yeah. In fact, I I've, like I've made uh, all my plans. I booked we, we booked about five trips. I think we got a uh, we're going to Mexico um, um, for my birthday. So that'll be next week. Oh, yeah. We don't we gonna have no show next week, by the way. Oh damn! <laughs> Thanks for letting yeah, me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Mexico, so uh, yeah, uh, so we won't have a show uh, next week. Uh, okay. But yeah, we got that booked, and then we got um, the uh, cabin thing we're doing in North Carolina. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you in a couple months after that, and then um, we got a Florida trip. We're going to uh, Jacksonville again. Uh, that's the family trip. Uh, we're going to that. Uh-huh. Then I'll go back home for um, Christmas, and pro- probably I'll go for, go for Thanksgiving as well. And then I got a uh, 50th birthday we're going to, not my own, obviously, um, because I'm young, uh, but we, I got a 50th birthday that I'm going to in the Dominican Republic in January. So between now and then, it's like five trips. Wow. That's kind of the same thing with me, too. I'm, probably going to be some more. Yeah. I've been booking trips. I have, uh, let's see, a family reunion in Charleston coming up this summer. Oh, I, I have a cousin's getaway with the kids this coming up in June. The, the kids? Can- like yeah, their, kids? Their, their kids, not my kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, their well, kids, not my kids. No uh, then let's see what else we got going on. I want to go see my uncle in Cali. That's trip number four. And I already paid for a Mexico trip last year that I got to take. So that's five trips. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And we don't care about no damn COVID. We're trying to get out. Mm, you already know. What's up, cousin? That's my cousin, Tasha Cash. 
checking us out. So look, and friends of the show, we appreciate her. And friends of the show, that's superstar extraordinaire. Yeah, we we about to turn up. So look, we got a great show lined up for you all. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Supreme Court justice that's retiring. Uh, they say that there's going to be a black woman that's going to fulfill his shoes. Actually, fulfill fill his shoes. We got information on that. Hold tight for all the details. Plus, an anti-vaxer is denied his surgery at a hospital. That's what he said. Now, you know, and this is this is kind of common. This is what's happening now. Yeah. This yeah, is what's happening. Get shot, you don't get that. So, yeah. If, if you if you don't get vaccinated, you can't go in and get other procedures done. So you have to kind of think about that. We're going to talk more about that. What else we got coming up, Sid? Uh, you know, we're going to talk about th this is big in our field, too. Uh, Cardi B just won a four million dollar uh, lawsuit against the blogger. And I'm pretty sure that blogger ain't got $4 million, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And uh, we'll also talk about uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, her documentary comes out tomorrow, so we're going to preview a little bit about that, uh, where she talks a little bit about uh, some of the things um, that we all knew to be true, well, we thought to be true, the rumors. Right. And she goes head on at them. She addresses all the rumors, um, as well as uh, we'll talk to Lisa. We'll talk about Lisa Ray, because uh, uh, one of our favorite uh, cult movies, uh, Players Club, she got all the quotes from that, but actually, uh, we we never think about the other side. And she talks about a little bit of a crisis after the um, movie came out for her. Yeah. Uh, plus, speaking of uh, crisis, really sad news to report. Everybody's talking about uh, a famous black actress who actually lost her son to suicide this past week. We have more details on that and some new news about um, how where his headspace was before he committed suicide. We have yeah, details so on that. Uh, plus, we have uh, reality recap with Shorty. He's going to be recapping what's going on with the housewives down here in Atlanta. They just rap. Plus, uh, a collaboration with the Black Ink Crew and Love and Hip Hop. He's got all the details going down with that. And it looks like a housewife was fired by Bravo for being racist. Mm. Mm -hmm. She should have been. Absolutely. Oh, then we got to talk about your girl, Kelly Price. She's back in the news, got more entertainment news. So definitely hold tight. Don't forget you can leave your comments too, like my cousin Tasha just did in the comment section. We love to hear from you. We like the interaction. Yeah, that helps out. Let's break the algorithm uh, because, uh, yeah, yeah, if you're listening and watching, especially on Facebook, if, if you got those little hearts and those little uh, uh, thumbs up and those like that, that helps out the algorithm so we can push out through. Uh, other spaces or whatever but uh yeah let's get on with the show because i'm excited about maybe a black woman being on the supreme court definitely definitely the retirement of supreme court justice stephen Breyer has given president biden the opportunity to fulfill his promise of appointing a black woman to the nation's largest and highest court um and they say right now that um is it katanji brown jackson katanji katanji because you know you I'm learn your black names yeah i know right there's katanji <laughs> Katanji we got, we got Vice President Kamala and Judge Katanji. Right. Now, no mistake, and that is a black woman because that is a black name. Katanji Brown-Jackson and uh, Lenandra Kruger are seen as the two likeliest contenders. Um, Seth, why do you think, I mean, why is this so important? Because, I mean, he did, first of all, we all know that Biden actually made this promise as he was running for president. Yeah. But why is this important for a black woman to be on the Supreme Court, in your opinion? Well, that's one thing, because he made the promise, because uh, when he comes time to ask for our vote again, we're going to be wanting receipts. Everybody's going to want to have like some sort of knowledge that you did some of the stuff that you promised to do while you was in here. Right. We got the black vice president woman. Uh, we, we're looking at another uh, opportunity for us to get a uh, black woman on the Supreme Court. So I think it's partly that. Two, it, it shows that you're um, uh, kind of 
making sure that you're adhering to what's going on with people um, and uh, what's going on with the country as we continue to move more diverse. There's never been a, been a black woman on the Supreme Court and black women are of the most educated um, in our entire um, country as far as they're having degrees and that sort of thing. So it's like it just makes sense uh, to kind of bust through that little glass ceiling that's always been there um, for black women as they try and go towards um the things that we know that they deserve and we know that they cannot handle. Mm -hmm. I'm with you 100%. You all right? What? My light broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm fixing it. It's all good. <laughs> Biden was still in the news too. Um, after after the um, announcement for the uh, Supreme Court, uh, he was in the news earlier. Um, this... Um, week did you see that yeah because he made the little comment mm -hmm. yeah let me while you do that let me grab the uh video for okay uh that so we'll be ready for that all right how your light break i don't know all right i actually was trying to fix it and it broke all right, so here we go. So um, we were talking a little bit about bike men caught on a hot mic, um, and uh, we're going to play you a little bit of the video uh, where he was uh, ending off a press conference, one of the longer press conferences that he had, and he was seen and heard uh, talking to a reporter. The reporter is actually Peter Ducey, and, of course, he comes from Fox News, uh, but he called him uh, something that, um, yeah, I think uh, we should have been calling Fox News a long time ago. Uh, here's, here's the video. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Because <laughs> that was a stupid question. And that that's what kills me about reporters now. And I and and like we'll, we'll talk a little bit about reporting um, and, and uh, just media and being in the media a little bit later when we talk about the Tasha K situation with Cardi right. B or whatever. But that's what kills me is that the media nowadays that like to me y'all got a whole lot of stuff that y'all need to be asking questions about. It, yeah, we 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 always need to ask the president tough questions because they are at 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 the uh, seat of power so they should always be asked tough questions but sometimes you get to the point to where these reporters are trying to go in there and they're trying to ask you questions so that your response will be a sound bite so that they can have that little sound bite that they can put on sort of twitter or they want to put it on some more some other uh news source or something like that so that's what they want and like instead of actually like trying to hold people accountable. I don't give no damn about no sound bites, but I would like to know why aren't y'all asking questions of all these Republicans who are trying to um, uh, cancel abortion? They're trying to cancel voting rights. But like, right. like, like ask questions like that. Like, why are y'all asking stupid stuff that you probably have the answer to? Um, right. And stuff that really doesn't even matter. Let's talk about the stuff that really, really affects me on a day-to-day -day basis. And I get inflation. Yeah, we're paying a little bit higher prices or whatever, but like we can't even talk about inflation until you talk about raising raising minimum wage. So if you're going to ask Biden that question, so let, let, let's ask the question about the minimum wage too, because it all interchanges. And that's, and that's what I hate. We've become so dumb. 
we ask stupid, stupid one one line questions so that we can get something for media as opposed mm -hmm. to the media being that third arm. Like we don't realize how powerful the media is supposed to be because we have the Constitution that says the freedom of press. The press is supposed to be just as powerful as the government because yeah. we realize that we need the press to be there. But like like the press we got, like they let Trump do whatever he wanted to do for four years. They're doing all this stuff that they're doing now. It's just. Y'all are not the press, not not the sort of press that we were trained to be. I agree with you 100 percent. I think that there are a lot of people that are looking for the come up and yeah. uh, uh, the celebrity. So what they're doing is they try to ask that stupid question uh, just so they like you just said for the headline, just so they yeah. can post and they could get more followers. So that was more so the, the agenda is a personal come up. It's a yeah. clout chase when you get somebody to ask stupid questions. And then you have a lot of people that aren't really versed in, you know, mass communications. You know, you have, well, we're going to get to this with uh, Tasha K. You know, these aren't people that were trained or have college degrees in media, but they just say stupid stuff. Now, I don't know. I'm sure this guy working for Fox, I'm sure he has some kind of education or some kind of journalism degree and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, people are just saying, you know, they're asking the wrong questions, but it's with intent. Trust and believe. It's, it's not because they're yeah. stupid. They just ask stupid questions just because they are more so on the come up for their own careers. The they can hey, get I the headline. And, and, then, and then we have a moment like this where we're on the Everybody Mad podcast talking about a reporter that no one even knew who the hell he was. You see what I'm saying? So, right, yeah. yeah. But he got his 15 minutes. Same yeah, yeah. Now. So, we're, you know, so that's so that's definitely uh, my my point. Uh, I agree with you on that. That's my opinion. Also, too, I feel like, you know, with Biden getting caught saying this. So what? Who cares? Because guess what? Donald Trump used to say hell of a lot more, more crazy stuff, offensive stuff um, and grab him you know, by a and didn't even get a slap on the wrist for it. So who cares yeah. if this is something that President Biden did? So what? That's what Sanders said. He was telling the truth. That's what Sanders said. He said, why is what he said any worse than what uh, Dump <laughs> constantly called men of color? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And too, and that was the other thing, too. Was, yeah. Was it was it like 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 Trump just always seemed to love and enjoy to um, um, kind of talk about people of color. So, yeah, that's another point. That's a good point. Yeah. I am smashing these uh, Albanese uh, <laughs> gummy bears. I need to get them away. These are the best gummy bears Ooh, ever. Really? They got all these flavors. Oh, they taste good. I bet they're real juicy tasting. Look how big the bag is, like compared to my head. Like it, like the bag is huge. That's a big ass bag. It's a big ass bag. Mm -hmm. uh, but 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 like they all gone because someone else likes gummy bears too. <laughs> Leave your comments with the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Hey, now I definitely want to get your opinion on this. We, we said and I both do, but there was a, a hospital in Boston. They're actually defending itself after a man after a man's family claimed that he was denied a new heart for refusing to be vaccinated for COVID, saying that most tran transplant programs around the country set similar requirements to improve patients' chances of survival. Now, this hospital, they actually declined to comment on uh, this guy. His name is DJ Ferguson. They, they didn't want to comment on his case, citing patient privacy laws, but they did point out Why that- Why I know he was going to look like that? Right. But they, but they did point out on their website, which they said on their website, that um, COVID vaccine is one of the several immunizations, immunizations, excuse me, required by the by most U.S. transplant programs, yeah. including a flu shot and hepatitis B vaccine. So it's like, you know, before you even have to get these kind of surgeries, 
you are going to have to be vaccinated. You can't go into the hospital without being vaccinated now. That's Period. the reality that we're living in now. Period. And I don't know why this is still just a fight because we like like most hospitals are making sure that the workers are vaccinated. Um, you want to make sure that it's a safe space. And I, 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 don't, I don't get it. But like I said last week, I'm tired of talking about COVID because people. people I know. But yeah, but yeah, it's the hospital's responsibility to make sure that um, everyone is safe. So, yeah. and and it said clear as day on the hospital. Look, you mu- you must be vaccinated. So you know these people are getting upset that they maybe they think down. rules on the lot of them. I think that's what it a is. A lot of that people. runs in that particular uh, culture. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. Hey, Sandra, shouts out to you too. Thank you for the love. So this is real sad news to report um, about Regina King's son. I'm sure that you heard that Ian Alexander Jr. died of an apparent suicide on January 22nd. He just turned 26 years old. Now, this is just recently coming out that he reportedly posted cryptic tweets before he died. One of the tweets said, you know that episode of SpongeBob where they go inside his brain and it's a bunch of mini SpongeBob's just losing their shit? Yeah, that one really hits home. That's one tweet that he posted. Then another tweet he posted, he said, I don't think Instagram is healthy for me. You know, that's kind of sad. You know, I thought about that too. You know, this younger generation, they have it's so much pressure for them. They just, they look at Instagram and they get in, get unhappy when they see other people doing good and they, they get in their heads a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot of pressure if, if you're not strong. In my opinion, if you're, if you're not strong-minded, you can let like just, you know, you, you feel pressure to perform because you see other people doing so well on Instagram. And sometimes when you're looking at other people's pages, that's not real life. They're, they got it's shitty really lives. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think that- fakery on uh, social media. Yeah. I mean, and it's okay. Like, and I've talked about this before. It is absolutely okay to take a break from social media. Like we need to stop putting so much into social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, you're looking at people, you're getting all mad and jealous and stuff and their lives aren't really as good as you think. Yeah, it really ain't. People, people, people always put their best foot forward. Like I always look at like social media is like a perpetual uh, resume or perpetual. You're always trying to put the very best picture forward. You're always trying to put the very best of whatever for it, like the best stories, the best whatever. Like you always it's a highlight. Want, yeah, like you want your trips to be shown and like things like that. Like when you go to places, when you go to restaurants and things like that or whatever. And then then like people will create the, like the narrative in the mind. Oh, you always go in some place. Like people always people swear I travel a lot. That's I what I get. I travel that. a lot, but people swear I do. But like I post when I go, and I think that's part of it. But yeah, I'm glad we didn't grow up in 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 that sort of uh, environment where we had to um, kind of always have these little pieces uh, of uh, things that we kind of put out and promote and just yeah. talk about how good we are and how great life is and all that stuff. And I think too that comes with the with the the responsibility on the flip side. So. Yeah. It's real sad though. I feel so like my heart goes out to her because I just saw them on um uh what what's the uh, New Year's Eve? Uh she was on the uh really? Andy Andy Cohen and um what's the one on CNN? Uh she was on that. Actually uh-huh. her son was on there and it was weird too because she uh she she was lit, so like she was cl- clearly drinking like the night or whatever, so like yeah. eyes glassy and you ain't know what she was saying, saying. But like she had her son on one side and she had a white boy on the other side. So I assumed that that was her son's boyfriend or whatever because she said mm-hmm. that um these are my two sons you know so like it, mm-hmm. that was like literally less than a month ago like living out living my best life i got my wars i got my baby he happy everybody's good it's new year's eve but like that's what we see on the public face so like mm-hmm. seeing that on cnn less than a month ago i'm like 
shocked because like clearly there's something else deeper with him. Yeah. Because, like, and everybody know. knows there's there's no love as stronger than a mother's love. You know what I mean? And just I could I I don't even you and I will never know how that feels, yeah. but I know that's gonna be tough for her. You know, you stuff like that breaks you. That's you know, what I'm I, I met yeah, so many. I met so many women that lost their sons, and yeah. you know, we've talked to you know people like uh, Kendra Johnson's mom who yep. lost her son. Like that's just got to be so heartbreaking just yeah. to see when a mother loses her son because yeah. sons love their moms. You know, yeah. we all love our moms. So Absolutely. I just my prayers are with uh, Regina yeah. King's family and also with her too. That's devastating, sad news. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, leave your comments. Shouts out to Marnita rocking with us. What's up, Boo? Thanks for checking in as always. Jerry, what up, dog? SSU in the building. So um, more news to talk about. Uh, Jesse Smollett, a sentencing date has been determined for him. It's going down on March 10th. Now, we all know that he was convicted of five counts of felony disorderly conduct related to false statements given to Chicago police about an alleged 2019 hate crime against him. Uh, you know, we talked about this. They, you know, they 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 going to give him some time on this, Ed. I think they are because you, they're good. I mean, they could always suspend the sentence or they could do some other stuff, but it just seems like they, they want to make a example um, out of him. And um, yeah, that's what it is. Stop lying. Stop lying to them folks and Gosh. stop trying to. And, and I think this is all like another case of just trying to use things to improve your image because I got to get my social media up. I got to get, get people talking about me. Like, mm -hmm. and here we are. You about to be sentenced. Hmm. Jesse. Hey, well, Jesse's homeboy, Lee Daniels, reportedly will be directing an exorcism horror movie starring Octavia Spencer, Andre Day, and Glenn Close. Now, this movie... Homeboy? <laughs> you said what? I said, how'd they get to be his homeboy? You know Jesse Smollett and Lee Daniels don't even like each other. Yeah, but guess but I bet they used to smash, though. You think I so? shouldn't say. Let me stop, because look, we we talking about people allegedly. getting slandered and stuff. Right, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. But um, yeah, so you know, Lee Daniels has this new movie that's coming out. And actually, this movie actually became a bidding war against several Hollywood studios like MGM and Miramax. But Netflix actually got the rights to the film. Guess how much they paid, bro? How much? $65 million. Dang. $65 million for this movie right here. Now, Andre Day is going to be playing the mother of an Indiana family whose children allegedly became de demonically possessed in a thriller that's inspired by an actual case. Hmm. I'm super excited to see oh, this I got right the wrong here. banner up. You said what now? I'm super excited to see this film right here. Yeah. I, I didn't have a lot I mean, of money, but, but Netflix got money. Yeah, that man, Netflix money is long. That's what my, Monique was trying to get that money, though. She she was right when she was trying yeah, to get knew. paid from Netflix. She knew. Yeah, she knew Monique that. knew. So uh, be on the lookout for that movie right there. Now, this is an interesting conversation. We definitely want to hear your opinion on this right here. But a recent study conducted by Toronto's Dort University discovered that women exposed to the slim, thick photos that we see on Instagram Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, you know, like those like thick, slim bodies. Mm -hmm. Women that looked at these pictures actually experienced more dissatisfaction towards their own weight and appearance. So the question is, while being thin, you know, it really used to be like women used to want to be thin all the time. Now women want to be this whole slim, thick. Do you think that things have changed? 
Because I, I think that things I think things have changed. I think women now they want they want to have the they want to have the olive glass shape. They want to have the big booties. But that's still slim thick though. Like that's that's how you define slim thick. That's slim thick. But but what they're saying is that women they're they're not they feel the pressure and 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 now they they look uh, at the, these pictures they don't like themselves because uh, they see the Kylie Jenner's the Beyonce's you know like all of these women looking real good on social media but what they don't understand is like some of these women th these bodies are, these are surgically enhanced bodies all of you, them you know it's it's not I they even say some out. of them <laughs> you said what I wouldn't even say some of them I'd say most of them right. uh, um, have some sort of uh augmentation or, or something done um not just on their booties but but like really everywhere else i think um and 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 that's what i don't know like that's what's crazy like why are y'all mad at these people like clearly like like they're not going to the gym and working out for these bodies like these are not workout bodies these are these uh, these are chiseled under somebody's laboratory like these are these are not real bodies for the most part and like most of these booties like uh like who who i got the um butt reduction k michelle got one uh really? kim k got a butt reduction um you got people getting breast reductions and things like that or removing the the, uh, the implants or whatever but it's like why like clearly these people are most of them are plastic so y'all mad at these plastic women because they they bought their bodies like, they bought their bodies they bought their bodies and i mean really if you, you care? If, right like you have to realize again getting back to instagram what's real what's not real these bodies that you're looking at and you're aspiring to is just not real. You know, like, how can you have all that fat ass? Now, I remember when we worked in um, Myrtle Beach there. Remember when we used to go to Club 46 out of the oh, country? Yeah, that girl. What, what, you, you remember the girl, right? The mm -hmm. With the big, big booty. Just and, stupid, just knocking stuff over. Right, right. And then <laughs> her friend was like, some dude was like, called her a mule, talking about some, hold my mule. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and she was so mad, but like, she... I mean, but she was the the epitome of slim thick. This was yeah. when no one was wanted fat booties like that, you know. Yeah. But now, like every like women, that's what they want. Yeah, women want that. But mm -hmm. I said back in the day, big booties wasn't in. Now it's it is. That's true, cuz that's true. Hey, cuz my question is, would you get your would you get your booty done? Nope, I guess not. <laughs> she said she loves the bitty, bitty little booty. Bitty, bitty booty still matter. All right, right, that's what I'm talking about. Leave your comments. Seth, would you ever, uh, if you if you wanted to like change something on your body, would you ever do plastic surgery? Uh -uh. I'm good. Like I, I don't, I don't like doctors. Period. And like that still involves some sort of medical profession. So I try and go to the doctor as 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 just minimally as possible i just go for yeah. checkups and that sort of thing so i'm now i'm not going for no for for an actual elective surgery where i say hey i want you to cut up on me and chisel that and do that mm -hmm. now nah, now nah, like i'll just be fat or like i'll just be whatever well me i'll take that flight down to columbia <laughs> into the dr i'll lay on the table if and, and get it all sucked out you know get it all just sucked out but no 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 like well, i said poke it out like while they said you, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Dita. Look, it's oh Sandra says same thing goes for lips. Oh yeah, these girls doing all these lip They're surgeries and stuff. Yeah. It looks crazy, man. So anyway, appreciate your comments on that. You can always leave your comments still as we still uh, discuss what's going on. Uh, Janet Jackson. Everybody is excited about this Janet Jackson doc that's coming out this weekend on Lifetime. It airs tomorrow and on Saturday. 
she finally addresses the rumor about having a baby with her ex-husband, James the, James DeBarge. Now, I grew up believing this rumor right here. I think um, we all did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really thought that Janet Jackson had a secret baby out there. I don't know if we have a clip or not of her talking about this, but um, Missy really looks good right there. I say that yeah. all the time when we show that. Yeah, I don't but, know uh, where, yeah, where she's but it's talking like, about you know, that. Hold on. I don't think she mentions it in the trailer. How would you describe your relationship with Matt? <laughs> it was a magic relationship if it didn't hurt so much. I was just incredibly innocent. I didn't need a Janet Jackson to amplify my life, but I feel like it did. We won't be giving up on love. Is it a great deal of scrutiny that comes with having that last name? Justin and his team have been trying to contact us about you doing the Super Bowl. But she's talking about everything. I want you to stand and welcome Miss Janet Jackson. Janet will never play. Yeah, that's it right there. So I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for it. But she finally addresses that rumor and Spoiler alert, we'll go ahead and tell you that the rumors are not true. Janet Jackson and James. But Marnita said that they posted uh, a story in the Jet Magazine back in the day. I remember. I remember that story back in the day. And again, that's what I'm saying. So that's why. Janet better sue Jet Magazine for her $4 million. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, they were questioning it. But they, I don't think they ever really confirmed it or not in Jet Magazine. But um, it kind of like just takes me back to like just all the rumors that you've heard about celebrities back in the day. Yeah. Uh, what rumors have you heard, like from other celebrities that you thought were true, like that that some celebrity rumors that you said, oh, this this rumor was true? Because for me, like I said, I was thinking there's there's several rumors. There was always a rumor that Monica, the singer, had a baby with C. Murder. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I used to believe that was true, but then Monica recently talked about when she recently was trying to get back with C. Murder. I think that they don't have a child together. I don't know. But everybody in Atlanta used to think that Monica and C. Murder had a baby. And uh, let's see, of course, the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett being swingers. Oh, yeah. I always, I always believed that. Here's another rumor. I always believed the rumor about MC Light and Pam together. Oh, yeah. MC yeah, Light. I always was... believed that MC Light was gay. Like, yeah. I thought she was part of that. Um, like MC Light and the Brad and some other things. Yeah, I always, I always believe that it was um, Tashina Arnold and MC Light were in a relationship together. Uh, let's see. Thought Urfie, Usher had herpes, but I thought that was true, wasn't it? I thought that was true. Allegedly, <laughs> if it wasn't. <laughs> Leave your comments. We want to know what rumors about Hollywood celebrities did you think were true? Everybody Mad Live podcast. Definitely want to hear your thoughts on that right there. Hey, our girl Lisa Ray recalled the identity crisis she had after playing Diamond in the Players Club, one of our favorite movies. 
She said that she felt like she had to have long hair and look like Diamond to be recognized. And there was pressure to kind of live up to the standard, the beauty standard of walking out the door, putting on all the white and, and looking like Diamond every day. She said that that was driving her crazy. Wait, Mar wait, Marnita, let me just back it up. Oh, no, that was Devon said <laughs> Freddie and Luther. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, that wasn't a rumor, though. That was true. Yeah, I thought that was true. Yeah. Oprah and Gail. Okay. See. Yeah. Everybody used to think you y'all think y'all still think that that's true? I don't now. I don't. They said the Stedman was the beard. That's that's what I had always kind of heard. But I remember when Oprah, she was on the interview, she did an interview with Barbara Walters and she was crying. She was like, We're not lesbians. We are not lesbians. Right. I will let the world know. So when she said that, I was like, Okay, Oprah, we we not gonna right. believe it. Right. But I mean, on a late night after the club, mm -hmm. I'm sure there was some box munching going down. I mean, it's okay. Lay your no, head in my lap. Stop. I know, right? Let me Allegedly. stop. Oh. Somebody says Stedman is a rumor in his in his in his, in his whole self. <laughs> Y'all are gonna tear down our show and make us have to pay somebody for a million dollars. I know, right? <laughs> look, okay, so look, getting back to the whole Lisa Ray story. What's your favorite scene from the Players Club? Said that's your favorite movie Ooh. of all time. What's well, your it's not favorite? Necessarily scene? my favorite movie, but I think it's just 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 like the moments. She said box munching. Okay. So. <laughs> That's what I said. Box punching. Uh, Y'all make me sick, but yeah, I got I got so many. Players Club is just just a cult classic. It's a horrible movie, but like it's just so many different things that are just funny and just so so like appropriate and just so like I like the scene where um, uh, uh, Ebony walks into the kitchen um, and she just wearing her drawers or whatever and like she in front of Lance. I like that scene. Like mm -hmm. any well, most of the scenes had. Had half naked ass, whatever. But this is one of my favorite scenes. Uh, you remember after Junior's party? Oh no, not after Junior's party. This is after another party where she danced and it was all females. Remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Regions, and I went and made some extra money. Well, I heard it wasn't no male stuff, just females. So they was paying. So that's all you did was just dance. That's what happened. I told you about them too. Yeah, I know. You know. Ebony, you really need to slow your roll. You're moving way too fast. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that big old thing. <laughs> hey, Ebony. <laughs> Come here, let me holler at you. Uh uh. uh. She got to go back upstairs. She got to dance. Yeah, I got to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Please send that to me, bro. One of the finest <laughs> oh, club. She goes hard. by the name of Diamond. Now, in this case, she's a man's best friend. Now, y'all know she got bills to pay. <laughs> that, that was a parody on YouTube? Uh, I don't even know where I found that. At. Hold, hold on. That was funny. My favorite scene, I think, was when... <laughs> <laughs> That's just how she did it. Right. <laughs> I 
surprising. You're bunny honey. Okay. But here, uh, here's my other favorite scene that I like. All right, you white motherfuckers. All eyes on me. If I catch you looking at anything else, I'm going to beat your ass like a runaway slave. Start the music. <laughs> 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 yeah, you were crazy for that, bro. Yeah, my favorite scene would have to be when Diamond whipped uh, Ebony for sleeping with Lance, caught them in bed. And, of course, the uh, scene towards the end with um, Diamond and Ronnie Ho. Oh, fight. yeah, classic fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite. Let, well, let us know your favorite scenes from Players Club in the comment section. We'll flash them as the show moves on. So, you know I'm ready to talk about this right here. I can't stand Kelly Price. I don't like her either, bro. And I'm tired of people just applauding her and just being like, oh, Kelly Price with the shit. No, Kelly Price is really a, uh, she's a nasty, toxic person. Now, she recently did an interview talking about how she used to see parents bring their daughters backstage to see R. Kelly. Well, R. Kelly's girlfriend, Joycelyn Savage, her mom actually didn't like what Kelly Price had to say. And the, the woman got on social media and was like, I didn't like what she said. Kelly Price tread lightly. Here's what Kelly had to say based off of this right here. Hey, I'm going to make this really, really quick. Um, and I'm going live because if you're crazy enough to come and threaten me, I'm going to put you out there. Be really careful about telling me that I need to tread lightly if you're not prepared to back up what you say. Okay? I said what I said, and I can stand behind everything that I said. I was raped as a kid. I was also molested. I would never stand behind someone who is doing the same thing. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. I said what I had to say about R. Kelly. He's in jail right now. I also said that I believe that that's where he belongs because where there's smoke, there's fire. But please, Miss Savage, you threatened me and you told me I should tread lightly. You don't know me like that. She threatened you for real? You don't know me like that. I have nothing to do with what your family went through. I wasn't around when y'all were around. I will never stand in the corner of a rapist. I will never stand in the corner of somebody who is violent towards women or children. But it sounds like a hit dog is hollering right now. I never said anything about your family. The statement that I made was about the as a culture and I stand on it. Young girls and women, period, have not been safe in this business because they've been preyed upon. And people have known that girls that want a career, a lot of times, will do whatever is necessary to have one. Unfortunately, sometimes their parents want them to have one so bad that they will facilitate that process. Now, if that wasn't your mama, why are you worried about it? But Kelly Price, if you're, you know, you say that you saw this going on, why didn't you stop the girls and stop the families from approaching R. Kelly? Let's why talk you about justify? that. Why didn't like, you join in on? Like, there's so many things that she could have did. Yeah, like why, why didn't you, why didn't you stop that? That's neither here nor there because we know you're full of shit. On top of that, Kelly Price, you did that interview since you know coming out of COVID. You said that you had almost died and everything. I mean, is this the behavior of someone that almost died? You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, you know, this is your, like you, you, this is you, you said that you were, you know, you went missing and you almost died from COVID and all this kind of stuff. Then you pop up and do this interview with Lunell, but you don't address the whole COVID situation. Uh -uh. Come on, Kelly. 
Come on. Die. Kelly, now, Kelly, now, Kelly. Y'all know this is some. Thinking. You said what? Go ahead. Y'all know this is some BS. Yeah, this is this is some straight BS. And I'm just saying, you know, again, she's a very toxic individual, someone that just almost experienced death. You don't come back. You still you you come back and you still on this toxic ass bullshit. I don't understand. I don't get it. Come on. Let me if say you, this. Mary J. Blige would never. Beyonce like, would never. Well, ne like we know how many problems Mary J. didn't have. Like she didn't make a song about it. You know what I'm saying? Like Kelly, why? We, we don't care about all your extra ass problems. You got a problem with hurts. You got a problem with Dollar General. You got a problem with this. Like you always got a problem with yeah. somebody. But like I don't see other celebrities taking their problems to social media. Right. I don't see other celebrities go because they have people. They right. have people to call. Hey. Holler at this girl right here because she's blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have people. Kelly ain't got no people. And that's partially because she got a bad attitude. And that's yes. secondly because she ain't making no records. She ain't making no hit records. She ain't making no songs. And she's toxic. And she's a bad person. And I'm so glad that she's getting whatever she's getting because she done died, done got back up and became the same person that she was before she died. <laughs> What's the point in dying if you're going to wake back yeah. up and the same, like you got the same attitude? Like, to me, if you had some near-death experiences, if if, uh, like, if you was next to, like, and, 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 like, the funny thing with the interview, she had to say, I died. And she had to go back and repeat the I died part because she wanted the lady to sit in it. She wanted the interviewer to kind of go around it. She wants attention. Kelly always wants some extra attention with everything that she does. And it's sad. It's yeah, sad. It's, you have an angelic, harmonious, yes. you have a wonderful voice. You can sing. You can write. You can do everything. And, Why are you worried about these little, small, small-ass things that yeah, don't even matter? You you mad about some some folks that ain't even on your level. You are yeah. Kelly Price. You are an award-winning singer. But you're going to clap back? At somebody that don't yeah, even matter just because they brought your name up and said tread lightly, tread lightly, that's a threat. Kelly Price is acting like this woman just said that she was gonna come knock on her door with the gun and shoot her and her whole family up. It's it's immature, it's childish, it's disrespectful, it's low. And I just I just think Kelly Price, she sounds like she's definitely she needs counseling because someone that's been raped and molested and stuff like that. You you clearly you could tell she's That's what it is. She's got some issues. She's you know what broken. I'm saying? And she needs help. She needs professional help. That's just my opinion on it. But to, it was to, funny. to clap back, to clap back at this. We're tired of that. It didn't, it wasn't, it didn't even, it was a waste of time. But again, it was just for attention. And then the people in the comments, they're like, Oh, that's my girl. She don't take no shit. See, she likes stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And people are egging her on. But that's toxic behavior. And we don't need you, to. If I'm Kelly Price, I got so many assistants that's gonna handle this, that, and the other. You wouldn't hear a a mumbling word from me because as soon as I had an issue with somebody, I got somebody to handle that. And and it's so sad that Kelly seems like that she needs to uh, do it. Uh, she needs a friend, a friend of mine, because Kelly Price ain't got no friends. She's sad. Bless her heart. Marnita said, "You can't tell me to tread lightly and think I'm not going to the East Side, Detroit, on you." <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly. <coughs> oh boy, that's funny. Leave your cup. What does Sandra say? Uh, Sandra said, "Why doesn't she talk this much about her situation?" Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just and you made gospel records, so like we kind of think you saved a little bit. Like, it, like, like if if you recorded some gospel songs, we kind of believe you know Jesus a little bit. So, so like, why can't you ever, you, you don't never take the Christian way out of something. Never. You always take, you never take the, take the high road. You always getting down in the gutter. And I ain't going to say you're taking a low road. You're just taking like, 
the broke road. Like you do what you like. Kelly Kelly Price gives me brokenness. Like not like not brokenness from like just just a just a uh, mental and and a and a support a state of mind perspective, but brokenness from a financial standpoint. Because if you had some money, these are some fights that you wouldn't even be trying to fight. I know she ain't got no money. Yeah, I think that I, I agree with you 100, and I think that she's definitely a gutter snipe. I've always wanted to use that word. A gutter snipe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Straight out the hood. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, I'm lightheaded. Everybody Mad Live podcast. Hey, let's talk about this right here. Now, Cardi B just won $4 million in a defamation case against YouTube blogger Tasha K. Cardi sued Tasha K back in 2019 after the blogger posted several videos alleging that Cardi contracted STIs also worked as a prostitute and Cardi Souter and ended up getting $4 million. Now this past Monday, jurors actually held Tasha K legally liable on three separate claims from Cardi B, including defamation, invasion of privacy through portrayal in a false light and intentional infliction of emotional distress. My thoughts on the outcome, again, what we were talking about, you just can't, if you have a platform and Tasha K has that platform, like she has like, a lot of followers. I didn't look up how many followers she has on YouTube, but uh, when you I'm on you her know, page now, hold on. She got almost a million. She has nine hundred and ninety-seven thousand. You got a platform like that. You got to watch what you say. You just can't. You can't slander these celebrities. And and what what she's what she's done was this is a woman that doesn't have any media experience whatsoever, but she's built a following by just creating rumors and just, and the gossip sounds so good because she, it's the way she tells the story. Y'all ain't going to believe that she's loud. She's boisterous. And she tells it. She, she says her stories with so much conviction that it, you actually want to believe her shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it sounds so convincing, but guess what? Cardi said, Oh, hell no. You got people running around here thinking I used to be a prostitute and I, I used and I got all these STIs, STDs and stuff like that. Like, no, it's not true. And 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 then let's talk about this. We know where's Tasha K gonna get all this money from? I know she ain't banking like that. You two pay like that, that much? Yeah, like have you yeah, like I know she got 997,000 followers or whatever, but it still takes a lot of views to to uh, be, be able to get uh monetized uh, from YouTube. She so she's go gonna have show. to She's got to create a, a video now so it hits a certain number so she can get that money, right? <laughs> well, she did come out with a video uh, with her own statement. Look at Chicago and L.A. and various other <coughs> cities that can't even sit in their own living room and braid their kids' hair without worrying about bullets flying through and killing their children. My First Amendment right was painted to the public and courts as a bully, vile, and malicious towards a machine that glorifies a lifestyle meant to serve as modern-day genocide on our people. A machine that clearly influences our children on how to kill, sell their bodies, and more. People always want to want to kind of uh, go <laughs> once they once they wrong they want to go against the system. The system is bad. They trying to tear us down. <laughs> but meanwhile, meanwhile, here uh, like here's what was happening a year ago when this case first started. I was waiting on your motherfucking ass to put that shit out, bitch. I knew it was fake, and guess what? Because I knew it was motherfucking fake. 
Guess what? I still made that shit go motherfucking viral, okay? I still made it go fucking viral, you dumb hoe, and it does nothing to my uh, uh, credibility at all, okay? Who you just you just got sued for four million dollars, and you admitted to lying. That's what I be saying. I love how we come with the receipts on everybody mad. That's what I be saying. Like you like like you don't call this girl out and and you know you you know it wasn't uh lot wasn't real. You know it was fabricated, but you still put it out there. Yeah. That's irresponsible. And that's stuff that they teach us uh in J school in in our journalism school. Like yes. yeah, yeah, like you you have to check your stuff just because you think something is 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 real or if you heard something that's real, you still have to factualize find your three sources so that you can be three able times. to Stand behind whatever you say because you ain't the only person saying it. You got some mm -hmm. evidence, some facts, mm -hmm. some receipts. People love receipts, but that's what it was back in the day. It's always been receipts. We just didn't call it receipts. We just called it um, 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 what resources? We called it uh, uh, sources. Just uh, fact checks. Yeah, yeah. You, you just check your sources. You just <laughs> check your sources. That. But but see again, this is a, a, again toxic people, and you you got to be held accountable for your actions. You, you can't go around slandering people because if you do that, there's always a consequence. And I'm sure that you've been in a situation where people have came up with lies on you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just we've, we've all dealt with that. But when it but when it's on a national level and when it gets to a big time level and uh, you're messing with people's brand, you know, Cardi B endorses for Pepsi and, you know, all of these different brands and stuff. You can't go around saying that she has STIs and she used to be a prostitute. prostitute. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, you just you cannot do it. So yeah, you have to pay the price, and that price is four million dollars. Shouts out to Tasha K. I'm sure that she's <laughs> learned a lesson. <laughs> yep, you can't just say my bad. I ain't, um, I was lying. <laughs> oh man. All right, Kanye West claims there's a second Kim Kardashian Ray J sex tape. Ray J, he's like, yo man, keep me out of this, bro. I got kids, Kim has overwhelmingly denied this. And, you know, is Kanye West like, again, like, why are you bringing up old shit? Like, I don't even understand it. But it's Kanye. And Kanye's been trolling lately. It seems like every week we're talking about Kanye West. He's, I think we're all falling for the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> He's in the news every week. He's doing the whole Donald yeah, Trump stuff. Some people are addicted to just, you know, being in the in the headlines every week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's true. Yeah, Kim said I, it was. I think it's sad. I think it's yeah. sad. But we all know, we know how Kanye is. Kanye's mentally ill. He's got issues. But mm, they, they're like, no, it's not true. And then why even bring it up? That was twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's just hurt, and hurt people hurt people. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, it's time to do one of our favorite segments on the show. Reality recap, shorties in the building. What's up, brother? Doing my little pause thing going. What's going on, everybody, man? What's happening, man? What's, What's going on? From the 313 to the 405. Hey, I like that jacket, bro. You know how I do it. You know, I got I gotta represent my Nipsey today. I don't know if y'all can hey. see that. Repping yeah, Nipsey. But I'm, all right. I'm still here in the green room and it was cold, so I grabbed a little jacket. Okay, I feel you, bro. Well, what's going on in reality TV, man? What are we talking about this week? Man, it's, it's it's a hot week in reality. So let's let's start it off. So okay, Housewives of Salt Lake City. They had a fire. They let go of. Let me get her name right. Jenny. I can't say her last name. Yeah. Nagayan. 
Well, anyway, she was fired. She was fired for some social media posts that resurfaced. She made these original posts in 2020. Um, they're anti-vaccine, anti-Black Lives Matter, pro-Trump, Blue Lives Matters, conspiratorial, all the trash, all you know, everything that we don't really deal with. Yeah. So yeah, so they let her go. Uh, Bravo Network said we just can't have it. Uh, yeah, you're a liability. So we, we can't have this tension with the cast and then with the network. So checking up the deuces. Um, so yeah, so their one cast made down on Salt Lake City. But she was new cast made. This was her first season and it will be her last. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you know, you, you got to be accountable for what you said, whether it's in the future or in the past. And sometimes yeah. you got to worry about the past more than you got to worry about the future. No so, doubt. So for future references, y'all, just be careful and mindful of what you're putting on social media, what your fingers is typing, because it always have a way to come back and hunt you. You might. I'm always surprised, like like when there are people of color, and and even though she's not uh, black or Hispanic or whatever, but uh, she's of Asian descent. Like I'm always surprised. Well, I, well, mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't be, but like to me, it would be like, how you Trump loving when when we all know what he loves. How are you so like it don't make sense? Like how how do you how do you have so much love for people who really don't love you? But yeah. to her, but but to her benefit, you know, I try to play devil's advocate. These posts were made 2020 and 2019. So she wasn't on the she wasn't on the show yet. She wasn't a big name. And that's um, even worse for me because this is this is four years after we know what Trump is. But like in 2020, you're still still going balls to the wall about Trump or whatever. Like you like you shouldn't be well, it's just two years. But that let you know she that let you know she true to the game. Yeah, and it was just two years ago. And if, if that's like she was like her her she was saying stuff about Black Lives Matter and Black yeah. Lives Matter thugs so and that's you know she, hot. Yeah, like so you know, like she was making all these comments and everything like that. I'm very surprised too, again, because she is of Asian descent and because um she was upset at the black girl on the show that made a comment about her eyes being slanted. Yeah. And yeah. and she made a kind of like an off-color comment, a very racist comment. That's what the black woman did. And the Asian woman um that you see that just got fired went off on the black woman about that. And the black yeah. woman didn't even come back to defend herself on the uh reunion because of this. But they but they say Jenny has said some off the wall things, some some undercut things. So it's it's been some tension there with her and the castmates, and now with this exposure of these new social media posts. Yeah, it's boss to the walls. She's out of here. Mm. Well, all's well that ends well. What's going on with uh, Married to Medicine, bro? So, as we're speaking about networks and, and handling situations when situations arrive, do you remember Buffy? Buffy was on Married to Medicine. Uh, that was she was. No, she was I don't remember. Only uh, a little backstory. Uh, she's mad at Jackie and Simone. She's mad at Jackie because she divulged to them that she was having fertility issues. Her and her husband have been trying for years, and yeah. she, she can't she couldn't have a baby. So Jackie took that information and had a women's conference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a women's conference. Yeah, I remember that episode. Well, well, it was a room full of affluential black women. So um, I don't know what the, I can't remember what the topic was. It was a few seasons back, but Dr. Jackie put Buffy on the spot and saying. You know, we're talking about fertility issues. Well, my friend Buffy can relate. Right. And Buffy hadn't told everybody. So Jackie just opened it up to the whole world. She first originally told Simone. But we all know Simone got a big mouth. You can hear Simone before you see her. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Simone because I love you, Dr. Simone. But 
Simone can't hold water. So of course her and Jackie is cool. So she gonna she gonna tell her good Judy. But where Jackie fumbled and dropped the ball was you don't you don't go to a conference and divulge personal information about something that somebody hasn't even told you out of their own mouth. So long story short, Buffy is saying, well, since the network fired Jenny from Housewives of Salt Lake City, when are the when is the network going to handle the situation with Simone and Dr. Jackie and what they did to me? Mm -mm. No, now, it's not that thing. serious. It's not that serious because the How thing long ago was that. How many years ago was that? Five seasons ago. Yeah, like yeah, eons ago. So it's like, but you, but she tried to make the comparison that they came from my uterus, and Jenny over here says some racial things, and she got fired. No, it's not. It's not the same thing. Like, it's first not. of all, this is reality world. If you tell one of your castmates, chances are it's gonna get out and be open. So you got to be job. prepared for that. If you don't want your stuff all open, I suggest you not sign up to be on a reality show because there's cameras everywhere. Everybody's mic'd up. It's mics in the plants, mics behind the pictures. You, you don't know. So when you divulge in information, just be prepared that it might come out. And it might not come out how you like, but you can't just say, oh, the network should fire everybody because they came from my uterus. Yeah, I agree with you. That's a real good point. Well, um, speaking of uh, stuff going on in Atlanta, what's happening with the Housewives of the A? So, y'all know filming just wrapped for the new season of Atlanta Housewives, season 14. Um, this, let me give you a rundown of the girls that's returning. We got Sonia Richards-Ross, Marlo Hampton. They're first-time peach holders, so shout out to them. We got Sheree Whitfield. She's returning. We got Candy, Kenya, and Drew Sedora. Mm. So, we also, Candy has a new spinoff with her and the, the things that's happening with, with, with the OLG restaurant. Um, so she did an interview talking about that, but she also divulged some information about what's happening behind the scenes at the Real Housewives of Atlanta with their production. So it's going to be drama filled. Candy says she got into it into a heated argument with one of the castmates. She couldn't go into detail because I guess she already got in trouble for divulging too much. Mm. But um, she said, "Be on the lookout because it's some drama. It's some hot, heated moments. Um, we also got some doggy treat throwing." So, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for all the drama. And then, of course, Marlo and Kenya, they're back on bad terms, which I figured they would. I said this a few episodes back. They're going to be the two top stars on this season. I don't yeah. think the season is going to be good without them. So we got to start the drama. So let's get it. I agree with you 100%. Now, moving on to VH1, uh, they say that Love & Hip Hop is doing a collabo with uh, Black Ink Crew. What's the deal on that? Yes, and this I am so excited about. Because I know I'm, I'm, I'm always kind of shit-talking reality shows because it's so much of the same. It's trash, it's drama, yeah. it's nothing positive. But this is actually positive. We have a collaboration with the Black Ink Crew cast and the Love & Hip Hop Atlanta cast. Now, what they're doing is they're uniting for a special uh, legend. I mean, their legacies. So, so they're doing they're doing they're teaming up with ancestry.com and they're doing the whole thing of how slavery has affected generation after generation okay. after generation. So that's going to be exciting to see where some of the people's bloodlines come from, who they might be related to. It's going to be very interesting. It's, and it's good to see this this collaboration and not be a thing about drama. Like like this is something that we all can learn from. Maybe we can go on to ancestry.com and be intrigued by where we come from. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so Look out for that. It's going to be hosted by Demito Pongo. That's the MTV news host. Cool guy. I love him and everything that he hosts. Um, and it's produced by Mona Scott. 
and it will be airing, I believe, fe February 14th at 9 p.m. on VH1. Nice. Good job on that one. So the Braxtons, I see they are back in the news, thanks to, of course, Tamar Braxton. She's been saying a lot of stuff on social media. What's, what's the latest on that? So Tamar is feeling like for 10 years, they have been a number one rated all-African female cast drama reality show. Mm -hmm. And kudos to them, they have been. But now Tamar is feeling like we got underpaid, we're underappreciated. And she lays some facts out there. She said that the Kardashians get paid 75% more than the castmates on uh, the Braxtons, which is kind of believable because the Kardashians, to me, is a machine. Yeah. You, you got six women that's doing everything. Their mama is doing everything. They're doing everything black. And that's hot. You know, with the Braxtons, you got a different kind of kind of echelon of girls. We got black Christian Baptist girls from the South. And mm -hmm. all of them ain't doing nothing. So you're not going to be the people yeah. ain't, People's not really going to be checking for you unless you're doing something really big. Right. Now, she also said this, that she made the thing, she co-wrote the theme song, and the family sung it. They didn't get no money for that. The show is now on Netflix. <clears throat> no money for that. Now, that's something that I feel like they should have worked out yeah. <laughs> before you sign to say we'll be on. Yeah. Because you can't come down 10 years later and be like, oh, I'm seeing all this stuff and our show was still living on other networks, but you wasn't a part of that plan. Yeah. You was a part of the plan to get to be on the show. Mm. Now, what we did after the show got off the network, because it's not on the network no more. Well, we got to do better when we uh, get these deals out and when we're doing business deals and a lot of people like we learn from it. But we hear all these musicians, all these artists who have these bad deals in, yeah. in whatever it is. So like this is just another case. Y'all stop letting your friend who's who uh, knows law do your legal things like like sometimes exactly. we got to hire exactly. people who are versed in what we need them to do in order for them to do it properly on the front end, because you'll be better off. Um, on the back end, and then too, what I think it is, I think it just be the excitement of, oh, we're gonna be on the show, y'all. Let's just sign these papers. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be stars. You're not thinking about ten years down the line if your show is successful. Mm -hmm. Where does that leave you? Because if you just get rolled off because the show is rolled off, then that leaves you nothing unless you made an agreement to have something come after the show is over. Mm. So I just want to say to those out there getting into the entertainment world, please do your homework. Get you a good lawyer who understands law and entertainment law because you will be left with the shit end of a stick if you didn't read. True. That's very good point on that. That part. So what you watching right now, bro? What am I watching? Uh, I'm still watching um, Our Kind of People and I'm also watching Kings of Napa. So that so that's what I'm that's what I'm watching. And of course I'm always watching True Crime. No doubt. I am watching well said, my bad. What are you watching? Um pretty much the same thing and uh Tasha K. I was waiting on your motherfucking ass to put that shit out. Bitch, I knew it was fake. And guess what? Because I knew it was motherfucking fake. Guess what? I still made that shit go motherfucking viral, okay? <laughs> that's a black auntie for you. <laughs> You know what? I would really like for you to pull up Selena Johnson and Nikki Gilbert. Oh, I had that too. Where if you, if I put you it? could pull it before we wrap up the show, I meant to send you a text message. But that I just that will forever just that that lives in my head. And I, I just certain clips I just gotta watch just because just just to relive it. Just to yeah, just to relive it. I like I just love watching that over and over again. I don't know why. 
Yeah, I do too. She was so she was so strong in her in her commitment to getting yes. this read, yes. read out. Yes. Like I'm about to read her for filth. There is a place in hell mm. for, for, for a like woman you. that causes division. How you spell Selena? Them black ass gums and them knocked ass knees knocked and good ass knees. Yes, I love it. That's that. That was the funniest thing. Right now, I'm still watching Euphoria on HBO. Still one of my favorite shows. Love that show. Again, if you all haven't seen it, you got to check out Euphoria. What is Sandra saying over there? Sandra said, instead of hating on the Kardashians, take a page from their book and follow that success. How about that? That part. Yeah. Good evening. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, what somebody else did last week. Right, but I mean, everyone knows low key, low key. Allegedly, Tamar's a gold digger, you know. Like, just you know. Because my thing is, like Sandra said, take take a page from them. Bitch, make make a shirt, make a hat, yeah, make a perfume, make an album, yeah. You know, you, know, you got five Robin from the uh, from uh, Housewives of Potomac. Make a hat, make a hat, like Robin. Yeah. <laughs> make a scarf, <laughs> something. Put some essential oils together and create a, like but you can do something. If make you do look, something, make make a beard pin, deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm but, saying? But until but until the Braxons come up with a, a, a plan, yeah. You're gonna be wild I'm dead. I'm dead. Well, before I die, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, bitch. Would you play the three thousand oh, invoice? You were not what? doing that. Yeah, my bitch. Bring it down, Godzilla. Bring it down. You talking SpongeBob? Bring it down. <laughs> what else? Outfit you got on, bitch? You super wet. Now that I am at one thousand, I definitely got to get out of here. I am uh, exiting uh, stage left. That's a bitch. A bitch that's better than you. That's Selena Jones is big too. I was like, when she said that, I never worked for you, bitch. I don't work for you. Bitch, I ain't never worked for you. And now, okay, Bobby, because you a man, bitch. And you left look like a baboon's ass. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm very, very calm, bitch. What you've done to these women is a sin, and there's a special place in hell for a bitch like you. A special place. For a bitch that causes division within other women, it is a special place for you. The truth is, you're the common denominator. Everybody knows that you're a hot mess. You're gonna look a mess with those black gums and all. That's the And them knock ass knees. Thank you and good night. This is crazy. That's it. That's how you clear room. That's how you clear room. Sometimes you have to put somebody in their place. It might not be the answer, but it's always a solution. <laughs> it is. All day. Shorty Bad, we enjoyed you as always, brother. Likewise. Do we have the clip before? Uh, let's see. Yeah, the viral clips. Is that is that our viral clip? That will be our viral clip. Just I'm, ready. Yeah, folks. I'm ready to go. I'm hungry. I've been eating these gummy bears the whole show. Yeah, first 48 is on. Okay. But, but I, love spending, I love spending time with my brothers, though. Yeah, we oh, appreciate so you. So I won't see y'all next week. I lost all I my gummy be, bears. I guess it'll be the weekend, the week after. The week after, right? So y'all be safe, y'all be blessed. Remember, you can catch me on Instagram. Normally, Kenya sets this up, but I'm gonna do it. You can catch me on Instagram anytime, all the time. E C H O P R I N C E. Y'all have a good night. I'm out of here. All right, shorty, stay blessed, brother. 
I guess that's a wrap for this week's show. Everybody, Mad Live Podcast will be back in a couple of weeks with more entertainment news, what's going on politically in our country. You can follow me, Kenya Kabeen One, on Facebook and Kenya Kabeen on all other social media platforms. With them black gums and them knock-ass knees. <laughs> I'm Sid Lover everywhere. Follow me um, on uh, the social media platforms. Thanks for joining us and being part of the show last few uh, comments. Thank you, uh, Sandra, for uh, sticking it out with us and uh, Marnita and uh, everyone for being a part of the chat. Uh, we look for, oh, I, I meant the, um, there's a new feature uh, that lets us uh, broadcast live audio on uh, Podbean for, so, oh, our, so our podcast can actually also be live also. Um, I meant okay. to try that out today, but maybe we'll try that when we get back. But thanks again for uh, being a part of the show and chopping it up with us on Everybody Mad. What? That it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought she was going to come in with something else. 